Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Mia Boberg Winloff, Rowan, Ben Vatcher, Delta Tango, Catherine Weinberg, Victoria S. Elizabeth Brown, Jejun, C. Belly, Rebecca Gellenter. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Rusty Quill presents The Magnus Archives Episode 118 The Masquerade Are you listening? 
Good. Case uh, 0071304. Statement of Evo Lensick. All right. Statement ends, I guess. Um, Harold Silvana, number 0020406. You'll probably do. All right then. 0140207, Dylan Anderson. Yeah? Okay. There's plenty more on the pile. Martin. Martin, open the door. Sorry, Elias. I can't hear you. There's a door in the way. Martin, I do not have time for this. And maybe you should make time. Unlock the door now. I thought you had a key. Martin. I'm not going anywhere. I would hurry, though, if I were you. Come on. Right. Shut up. It's just cobwebs. There's no such thing as just cobwebs. I don't like it. Tough. Is this it? Yeah. We plant the last of it here. Then this place will go up nice. What's the range on the detonator? Same as the last time you asked. Where is everybody? Preparing, I, I guess. Haven't seen any of them since the last of... Uh... Or whatever the hell that was went inside. It's too quiet. Could be a trap. And if it is, I give this a squeeze. No more trap. And no more us. Mm. Don't fret it. And anyway, it's not like we're alone in here. <laughs> Look, there's Prince Charles. Well, if he'd been in an accident, uh, all the Beatles. If they'd all been in separate accidents, like like Ringo was in a horrible fire or, or Paul was in a car crash, that's a classic. Yes, Tim, I remember them. The waxworks are bad. Just keep an eye on them, and if they start moving... Hit them with an axe. Sure. John? Yes? When you were, um, kidnapped, did you leave a tape recorder here? What? I don't think so. Why? Is that... Oh. Yeah. God's sake. So where did it come from? Not important right now. Turn it off. Yes, I'm weird. Hello? What are you doing? That one. That one was Benjamin Hatendi. He went fast enough with the key. What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Can you not just look into my head? Read my mind? What's wrong? Too busy trying to keep an eye on everything? Tell me what you're doing and why. I just thought I'd, you know, drop a couple of ideas in the old suggestion box. Turns out my suggestion is... fire. And yet you haven't set the whole archives alight. So I assume this is... what's it called? A cry for attention. Maybe I just thought it might hurt. No more than you're hurting yourself by acting out. Oh, that's it, isn't it? Martin's just acting out. 
I mean, Daisy's a, a rabid dog and Melanie's a potential killer. Tim's a, a, a rogue element, but Martin, oh, Martin's just, just acting out. He'll have a cry and a lie down and feel much better. And if you're trying to convince me otherwise, then you are failing. Now, if you're quite done, I am very busy. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm not keeping you from the show, am I? Well, well you head back. I'll keep myself busy here. Albrecht von Klosen is next, I think. It's quite an old one. Should go up very quickly. Did John put you up to this? You think I'm doing this for him? No. It's just the sort of half-baked scheme he'd come up with. And I'm well aware that you'll do just about anything for him. I and I don't need to read your mind for that one. Do you re... Is it so hard to believe that I hate you as well? No. It's just hard to imagine that you would act on it. <laughs> you think I'm, I'm, I'm what, I'm bluffing? Oh, no. You've made that quite clear. So what? I don't get to be angry. I don't get to burn things. Just, just run around making tea while everyone else gets to actually have feelings. Please get to the point, Martin. Maybe there isn't one. All right? Maybe... Maybe you're just, just wasting my time. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I see. That puts me in a difficult position. Good. You might want to turn the tape off, Martin. How much longer? I don't know. Oh, the others didn't take this long. The others had clear structural weaknesses. This room doesn't. How hard can it be to blow up one building with all this stuff? It depends. Lots of other buildings close around it. I was told to be careful. Right. Fine. So would you say this was supposed to be Churchill or Alfred Hitchcock? <sighs> Jowls like that could be either. I mean, the suit is but Tim, leave it. We should know what's going on, how close they are. We are not ready yet. If you start opening doors and they see you, sure it's through there. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I saw it a few times while I was here. They've knocked through most of the middle, hollowed it out, made a sort of auditorium. How big? I don't know. Big. I mean, it's not a huge building. I don't know. Tonight was my first time seeing it from the outside. At least in the flesh. I guess it does seem... smaller. You're sure this is the right place? I am. This is definitely where they kept me. Although I don't remember quite this many waxworks. Alright. Just don't want to get this far and find out we're in the... This is the place. We need to see what's going on in there. Just ignore it. We have a job to do. Jesus. What? what? It moved. Right, okay, if they're starting to, uh, we've got to go. No, like, it was just... It's just a flicker in his eyes. Look at this. Look, if the waxworks are coming alive, we need to go. Just shut up and look. Huh. Oh, God. Oh, God, they're not waxworks. What are you... Christ, Tim, I, I think... I think maybe we'd better see what's going on in there. All right. On three. Three. Holy. Yes. I suppose it is. Done. I am. Um, I think we might need all of it, Daisy. This place is, uh. It's bigger than we thought. Roger that. Give me a couple of minutes. S sooner would be better. 
always. Fear fuels everything. Of course they need it for a, a grand ritual. What the hell is that thing? What's it doing to them? I, I think... I used to call it the anglerfish. It, I knew it took the skin, used it to, to coat people made of sawdust and stuffing, but... Uh, I suppose I thought it just ate the rest. But no. It had a museum to fill with waxworks. I guess you don't need skin to sing. To join the choir. <laughs> Sorry. Looks like it wants to know what's going on. <laughs> a pity. You know John listens to all of them. What? You don't want him hearing your big evil speech? Just wanted to spare you the small amount of dignity you have left. <laughs> dignity? All oh, right, yeah. Like the dignity of being trapped in your flat by worms, or sleeping in the archives, clutching a corkscrew, or, or, or fetching drinks for the thing that murdered your friend without you even noticing. Laughing at all their little jokes, then being left to wander impossible corridors for weeks. Are you done? Not even close, because I've, I've been thinking. It's not like you got this all-seeing thing recently. You've had it the whole time. I remember the way you looked at Sasha after the attack. You knew it wasn't her. And I reckon you knew Prentice was lurking under the Institute too. And you did nothing. Why? Why? Let's just get this over with, shall we? What? Like with Melanie? Just that perfect bit of information to leave me a wreck? Yes. Well, I hope you've got something better than that pathetic dig at my feelings for John. It's baffling, really. Such loyalty to someone who really treats you very badly. Oh, is that supposed to be... what, a revelation? <laughs> you know I really should have gone for that. Found something that would finally manage to shatter that precious image you have of him. But, as you say, I am very busy at the moment. So I suppose I'll just have to go with what I had prepared. Do it. Your mother. She's always been... difficult, hasn't she? You take care of her for years, feed her, clean up after her, and now, with her condition degrading even further, she is the one that asked to move into a home, to have it left to the nurses. She's the one that refuses your visits. She's always been... Strong-willed? Stubborn? No. No, Martin. You know the reason. Your mother simply hates you. You just don't know why. It's not your fault. Though I know that isn't any consolation. It's just bad luck, really. How old were you when your father left? Eight? Nine? When your mother began to sicken and he decided he was done with you both. Not old enough to remember him with any great clarity, especially when your mother refused to keep any pictures of him. She never recovered from that betrayal. He just tore her heart right out and took it with him. The thing is, though, Martin, if you ever do want to know exactly what your father looked like, all you have to do is look in a mirror. The resemblance is quite uncanny. 
the face of the man she hates, who destroyed her life, watching over her, feeding her, cleaning her, looking down on her with such pity. Shut up! Do you want to know what she sees when she looks at you? anything? Uh, yes, I Jesus, are you okay? Do we have what we need? I, I think so, yes. He didn't even have a safe, just a, a few locked drawers. It was, it was easy. We... We need to leave. We need to kill him. Look at you. He needs to die. I knew what this was going to be. It's not just for you. If we leave him alive... Melanie, Melanie please. All right. Let's get thee somewhere safe. So what do we do? We can't help them. What, so we're just going to leave them to be skinned well, alive? What do you want me to do? You, you brought me in as a distraction, right? What? Let me do it. Go in, maybe you can get some of them. Tim, contrary to what you think, I did not bring you here to indulge your death. That's not what this is. No, no, you knew I might not be coming back. I knew none of us might be coming back, but I'm not gonna let anyone get killed for nothing. Except for those people in there. They're already dead. Not all of them. I am I not losing you as well. Look, whatever we're going to do, we need to figure it out now. Fine. Look, John, Done. I... What? It's already here. Oh, I, I thought you would want to, uh, do the honours. Safer with you. You know when it needs to happen. Oh, right, okay, come on. Come on, let's go. Tim, come on, this isn't right. At least it'll be quick. Tim, please. We have to go. Get back. Behind me. Get the hell away from me! Where's... No! Don't... Daisy! It's the Daisy, it's me! No! I said, don't move! Daisy! The Magnus Archives is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was written by Jonathan Sims and directed by Alexander J. Newell. To subscribe, view associated material, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. 
rate and review us online. Tweet us at the Rusty Quill. Visit us on Facebook or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Join our communities on the forum via the website or on Reddit at r slash the Magnus Archives. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hi, everyone. It's Kareem, the voice of Simon Fairchild and the Eternal Tavern Keeper. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not this future that is terrifying, but our present. The Program is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about The Program at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Program Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and see you later.